0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Big Honker podcast. Uh, Go to iTunes, leave us some reviews. And this podcast is brought to you by the best silhouette on the market, Dive Bomb Industries. Skinnies are the way to go. They make your life so simple. Incredible results, incredible people over at Dive Bomb Industries. Um, They're what we use exclusively. I did not touch a full body all last season, and I'm not planning on doing it this year either. Dive Bomb Industries, the way to go, so easy. Can't say enough about Dive Bomb Industries. Divebombindustries.com, order what you're going to need for this season. They got it all. Geese, ducks, pigeons. One-stop shop, Dive Bomb Industries. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth hits like a freight train. There is a big difference, and you can definitely tell when Boss hits that bird because it folds like a cheap suit boss all made in america shipped right to your door no big box stores killing them like we did in the 70s sort of reminds me of it's insane when that bismuth hits a bird <clears throat> especially a bird that's close it's ugly boss or you can call them good people and this show is also brought to you by athlon optics also a u.s made Athlon Optics is a proud U.S. sports optic product company devoted to designing and delivering superior quality optic products and outdoor accessories at a competitive price to you, the consumer. Athlon has strong engineering design capability, strategic alliances with quality manufacturers, and a streamlined, fully integrated supply chain. Whether you're shooting prairie dogs or scouting those geese or ducks the night before, Athlon Optics has a product that you need. So go to AthlonOptics.com, get your binoculars, get your scopes. They've also got red dot sights. They got it all. If you need to look through it so you can shoot something or find something, Athlon Optics is the way to go. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck.
1: Makers of the new A-frame blind.
0: That's right. The 2 by 4 blind. We got it set up. It's on our front porch right now. It's beautiful. It's big. It's like something Trump would make. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's huge. Four people, four grown men, and when I say grown, I mean husky, can fit in this blind. Uh, other a-frame makers say that four guys can fit, and they probably can. But uh,
1: there's some noodle-eating little bastards.
0: Yeah, they're 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 small guys. Uh, four grown men can fit into this blind. It's a great blind. It's a two by four blind. They also make uh, the the best spinner that's on the market right now. Waterproof. Uh, if you're gonna field duck hunt, you need spinners. Lucky Duck has them. Go to luckyduck.com, get your spinners, get your blinds, whatever you need. They got it. We're also brought to you by Sea Light LEDs. No more bumping around in the dark, unless you're with your significant other. Uh, put these lights on your trailer, on your truck, wherever you want. It makes setting up a decoy spread just a, a, a breeze. No more, huh? I wonder if we've got, uh, wonder how we're looking, wonder if we need more decoys over there. Turn on these bad boys, lights up the whole sky. They're great. Put them on your truck. Put them on your trailer. SeaLightLEDs.com. They make waterfowl hunting easy, almost. They really do. SeaLightLEDs.com. We're also brought to you by William and Chris Wines, Texas-made wine, right in High Texas. Chris and the guys over there, living the dream, making wine, making stuff that tastes great. Thanksgiving's coming up soon. Big drinking holiday.
1: All the holidays are from now on.
0: Don't drink too much around your family, though. That's that's a lot of violence on Thanksgiving Day.
1: I don't think most wine companies and stuff like to use the word violence in it.
0: So drink responsibly around the holidays. Even around Cousin Joe that, you know, still lives in his mom mom's basement. <clears throat> Give him a nice glass of Merlot. Tell him to get the fuck out and get on with his life. <laughs> William and Chris Wines. You can go to all the high upstanding supermarkets. Whole Foods, Central Markets, William and Chris Wines. And
1: tell them the Big Honker podcast, didn't you?
0: Yeah, or call them up and they'll deliver it to you. Finally, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. We've been doing this for too long. Well, 25 years. Too long.
1: 25 plus.
0: Oh. Are you still as hungry as you were day one?
1: I eat. Look at me. Yes, I am. I think so. so. Yes. It's a great life. We can
0: take care of you on anything that you're wanting. Duck season uh, opened up last weekend. Goose season opens up next weekend. If you're still needing to uh, book that uh, fall adventure, look no further. Stanfield Hunting Outfitters.
1: Got some dates left in Oklahoma and Texas. You want to shoot some field mallards in Oklahoma, holler at me, 940-658-3172. Or send us an email at goose at west, dot net or call us at 940-658-3172. I appreciate all the calls and messages. We get them all the time. Keep, keep, keep them coming. If you have any questions, feel free to give me a holler.
0: All right, on this episode of the podcast, we've got our new guy, Austin Kaufman. He, uh, he got in last night late. Uh, he's from Nebraska, so another Cornhusker here for team, uh, team Stanfield, and he gets on the podcast with us, and uh, we're kind of running through the mill. Good podcast, good episode, good guy, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Here he is, Austin Kaufman.
1: What
2: Login.
1: town are you from? Uh, Garing, Nebraska. Somebody famous is
2: from
0: there. We'll talk about it on podcast. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one.
1: Boom. And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield.
0: I'm Andy Shaver. And we got our new guide here, Austin Kaufman from Garing, Nebraska. Jeff said somebody famous is from there.
1: Who's from Garing, Nebraska? It's famous. Let's look. I don't know. We'll have to
2: check it out. I know there's a there was a professional baseball pitcher, graduated around my dad in high school, and then god other than that i don't really know you brought some nebraska weather with you i did it's cold this morning (laughs) and it's a different cold down here thank you (laughs) thank you because we get
0: all these assholes on the on the podcast page Mm -hmm. and they're like oh it's fucking texas it's never cold down there it's like listen it
2: gets fucking cold here
0: (laughs) it's 32 degrees
2: right now
1: and the wind's 140 is it cold outside
2: very very cold i mean i'll go back home and i think one of the colder hunts i've been on was negative 33 wind chill and maybe 15 mile an hour wind and i'd say it's up there with that cold today i mean
1: it's it's, it's chilly it's cold so do i'm you, not finding anybody famous. so you have a hot sister like blake you said earlier
2: <laughs> that's what everybody tells me
1: <laughs> so you don't consider her hot then how is she older than you
2: uh yeah she's two years older than me so i'm 23 i'll be 24 soon and she just turned 26 is she married she's not
1: blake has got a chance then, right? <laughs> yeah. is that what you're
2: saying yep now you've met blake haven't you did you hunt with him yep i hunted with him during teal season during teal season and that laugh? was a
0: cluster wasn't it
2: yeah, kinda actually. So, the first morning we had a we we're hunting a pond like on a center pivot, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I think the pivot should be fine, you know, or whatever." <laughs> it's he's like, "It's running, but it's on the other side of the field." Well, this farmer was running this pivot fast, and we shot I don't know eight or ten teal, and then by that time the pivot was coming over top. We picked our stuff up and headed out on the ranger. <laughs> <Jesus>.
1: <laughs> that's so Blake.
2: That
0: happened to somebody here. They had clients and they oh, had boy. the full goose spread out. Another outfitter. And they were laying there, and that pivot was running, and they just let it run over the, run oh, right over God. them. They just laid out there and I took couldn't it. Believe
1: it. I was watching for the road. I kept thinking, sure, these fuckers up? are going to get up here?" And yeah, it's just a, they get a, they got a one inch soak all of a sudden. <laughs> I we- got a
0: I got a funny story to tell you guys off of the air about Blake, some oh. of his shenanigans this past week. It it's a fucking doozy. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you.
1: Everybody in America that's listening, or the world, since this is everywhere, they're like, "Well, that's kind of fucking sorry." i <laughs> I cannot say it on air
0: with good conscience
1: wow it must be a good one would oh, blake yeah. tell this story no he would not oh this must be a really good one it must be pretty no, good then. he would not but so, i'll tell y'all off of the air so maybe you do one. not want to hook your sister up with blake <laughs> yeah hey, i
2: don't know she's had a boyfriend for three years now but they're not engaged still so she if she's yeah. 26 she's tightening the screws and to he ju- he's just gonna be turning 30 so what does he do um he works for sand hills publishing like tractor house it's a big deal in nebraska like the tractor house magazine truck paper stuff like that
1: Uh, seriously we have no fucking clue about no tractor house (laughs) magazine here have you heard of a tractor house magazine indy
2: the john deere i'm sure they put out a, a magazine every year everybody runs john deere down here i don't know why yeah. Back home it's it's basically all John Deere and there's a few farmers that run case, but for the most part it's John Deere. That's what we run on our farms, John Deere stuff. Poppy Farm has red tractors. I'm gonna
1: go get my coffee. So what, what does your sister do now? We're gonna talk about her a little bit just because um, you're nervous about it.
2: She is a she always calls herself like a headhunter. So she works for companies and like she works for like a hiring company. So she f- takes applications for people and then tries to find jobs for them and stuff like that. But through that, she gets a bunch of the people that are living off welfare and stuff like that that have to send in so many applications so they can keep on welfare, basically.
1: So she's dealing with a bunch of Democrats. Yeah, basically. Okay, I So then.
2: they'll send in stuff like, they'll just send in like a, a page from a book and call it a resume, just stuff like that. But it's a, a pretty serious job. She, she's pretty well off, and she likes it. She lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. That's where we both went to school, and she never came back to small-town gearing. So.
1: Blake, you're out there on that deal. Well, we've, 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 we've unqualified Blake now <laughs> for your sister, which is a good move for your family, I promise you, <laughs> especially after the shenanigans that we're going to hear about later. So, Austin, <clears throat> tell us, you're 25 years old? 24? I'm 23, going to be 24, 24 soon, yep. You waterfowl hunted your whole life, I guess. Yep. Your dad waterfowl hunter? Yep, yeah, he is. So, how did you get into waterfowl hunting? Just following around with your dad, or
2: yeah? So we were all—I want to say I was probably six, six, seven years old—and we we farm obviously, and uh, we started putting goose pits in. So I shot geese since I was six, seven years old. Um, you know, every my dad would go down every day; they'd hunt the goose pit, and then us boys would come out on the weekends and hunt with them. And then I have—I didn't—I didn't shoot my first duck till I want to say I was eleven or twelve. And then we got a river lease on the North Platte River, and then that's when I really got into duck hunting. But I've always been fascinated with the calling and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, pretty much just followed my dad around and then kind of just got the passion from him.
1: Now, when was your first guide job?
2: Um, I started working and kind of helped get going angel wing outfitters in Gearing, Nebraska. Um, That would have been – this would be my fifth season guiding, so it would have been, you know, four seasons ago worked there for three years throughout college um skipped a lot of college class and went home and guided and stuff like that and then from there i moved on down to habitat flats last season and then somehow found you guys and now i'm here
1: at the big hunker lodge <laughs> my feel, how the mighty have fallen i feel i feel like the <laughs> I, i'm actually embarrassed i've never had a guy work for me that come in the door and i'm like yeah this is our lodge and this is our <laughs> Motherfucker, he thinks he's stepped back in time. I feel like he thinks he's in the ghettos of San Francisco now. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Homeless people everywhere, yeah. and Ed's not homeless. He just looks that way every yes. once in a while. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you did meet Ed, right?
2: Yep, I did. He was the first guy I met when he I got here. He was your welcoming committee. Yeah, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus. He yeah. took me over to room one. He's like, you can stay here tonight so you don't have to unpack and this and that. And then uh, then Tony pulled up, and Tony's like, I'll show you guide quarters. He's like, you're here early enough. You want to move into guide quarters, you can. So what time that, did you get here? I was here about 530 last night. That's I left bad, 4 o'clock in the morning at my place, and, and then it's an hour time change, so I lost an hour. Yeah, that
0: fucks everybody. I thought it was... Uh I thought it was a shorter drive than that. How far
2: are you from Blake though? Um, I'd be two hours west of him. Okay. God damn,
1: that's wet Wyoming, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so like our if you'd leave our farm and head straight west on the county road, you'd hit Wyoming in probably fifteen minutes. Wow. Wow. So like Cheyenne, Wyoming's an hour fifteen minutes from my place. Torrington's half hour, forty five minutes. How
1: far is Devil's Tower from you?
2: Um, it'd probably be two hours, somewhere in there. That's place I've never seen. I've always wanted to see it.
1: Have you ever hunted in Wyoming or anything?
2: Um, I never had until, um, this last year I went up to Riverton mm-hmm. and, you know, I got an invite from a kid and he's like, Hey, come up here. And I'd known him in the past. He came and hunted with us. And I didn't think, you know, I was like Riverton mountains. I was like, there's not going to be any waterfowl. And it was a big valley in between the mountains and it was prairie potholes and, we nice. actually up there you can shoot um, early. The first few weeks of season you can shoot eight ducks, Ooh. and so that was fun. So we Fuck shot yes. shot our mm-hmm. our eight ducks the first day, and then the, the second day we hunted a duck feed and a honker feed and did really well that day too.
0: See, I'd like to hunt. I'd like to hunt Wyoming. I'd like to hunt Montana, mm-hmm. but oh. I want to go early. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Jan- December and January in Montana. No, thank you.
2: Yeah, I really want to get up to Montana. It, from what I've seen, it's just like back home—warm water right. sloughs, the river, and yeah, be a lot of fun.
0: You hunt on the plat a lot? Yep. Yeah. you so got a you got a pit there?
2: I don't actually. Um, we used to always have leases. I gotcha. when I was growing up, and then once I started guiding, um, I always we guided on it a bunch, and then when we had off days, that's where me and my dad would hunt. You know, just on whatever. So, so, so how does that work? Do you just have to have access to get down to the river? Um, so, everybody owns, basically you own to um, the center channel of the river mm-hmm. on whatever side. But, right. like, you can legally float the river and shoot ducks floating it.
1: But you can't stop in a blind and tie up to a tree and hunt? Nope, uh-uh. But you can float hunt. That's mm-hmm. hard to do with a decoy spread. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, because here the rules with the river is, it's, it's illegal, obviously. Water's public property. Water's public property. Mm-hmm. And if you have the land... You know, on either side, kind of like the plat, you can get down
1: there, but yep.
0: you can't...
1: You can't You can't go... You can't access the bank, but if you tied up in the river and, like, you had a blind that, that you could tie up to trees in the river, mm-hmm. that's completely legal in Texas. Okay. But it's not in Nebraska. And we don't yeah. have
0: the ducks in
2: on the Brazos <laughs> River here like y'all probably do no. in Nebraska, <laughs> yeah. so no. you it's you have not el- a big do issue. Have,
1: do you have elk where you are, or antelope?
2: Yep. Yeah, we've got elk, antelope, um, a lot of mule deer, then whitetails on the river bottom, and then... Within the last ten years or so, they introduced like the bighorn sheep around us, and there's a lot of a lot of those around. Those You're things, seeing them. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. There's a pretty good herd probably in the hills five miles from my place, and those things are dumb. Like you could walk right up to them; they don't care.
1: Has anybody shot any of them yet?
2: Um, so they lot they do two tags a year. One's a lottery tag, and one is a uh, one they auction off. And I want to say last year the auction tag was twenty five thirty thousand somewhere in that Ooh. area, and the guy that uh, that shot it. He it went archery hunting, and basically, Game and Parks just took him right to him on public land, and like shoot that one; it's the biggest one. He shot it, and I want to say it scores like top ten archery in the country.
1: Good so, lord!
2: But I wouldn't—I I wouldn't assume it was much of a hunt from what I've seen.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of elk hunts. There's an Indian reservation in New Mexico or Arizona. They sell 20 elk hunts a year, and you send in a sealed bid. and they take the 20 like if you send in $115,000 you might get the third one Mm -hmm. and it might be the seventh one you might not even make the list or it could be first and that's the way they do they number them one through 10. You know, they drive you out in a truck and say, Oh, there's number one, that third buck from the le- you know, third bull from the left, and boom, they shoot it. And That'd be tough. The <laughs> uh, guy gets on his private jet, flies to back to Houston, game. and tells everybody that, Hey, you know, I shot this big old elk out in New Mexico. And they're thinking, That poor, my first rugged <laughs> Grizzly Adams there.
0: Those uh, pig hunters that I had not too long, the ones that were from California and New Mexico, uh-huh. that's what he was talking about um, hunting on Indian land. Hmm. But I, th- I think the place they were looking at had a website because they were like telling me the price, and it's, it's Fucking $30,000 yeah. or something. But it's all Indian land, and they say they got the biggest bulls in in New Mexico.
1: Mm-hmm. Money is not an option when you have a lot of it. Yeah. It's no big deal. Exactly. You know, if Bill Gates wants to do shit, oh, it's $15 million. Okay. Okay, yeah. Do you see he's against
0: Elizabeth Warren? Sorry to go political on you. But, like, yeah, he's like.
1: Me and Bill got something in common.
0: He's like. That's it. If they keep coming after my money, like, what am. He's like, I've already. My taxes. He lift, listed his taxes, and he's like. You can't increase that by 10% or whatever it is, 10 times that amount of money. He said, fuck that.
1: I'll so, go somewhere else. So I, I read a deal where he said that he paid, that if they wanted to get $20 billion from him in taxes, he can live with that. No big deal. Not 100, though. But they want 100 billion. He goes, well, we got to figure sit out and make, talk <laughs> something about it. But, I mean, but her deal is, well, for $20 billion, we can feed every illegal in California about buy a $100,000 home. That's her thing. You know, yeah. well, it's instant. We'll it would take from him to give to him. Mm-hmm. But you keep taxing those billionaires long enough they don't have money no more. Who the fuck's going to pay their bills in? They'll just move. Because
0: money's no big deal when you got a lot of it. You can just go anywhere in the nation so or now, anywhere in the world. So, now,
1: you're a, a Obama voter from Nebraska, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, any, <laughs> did anywhere in Nebraska
2: go blue? I mean – Probably the, in the cities? Yeah, probably Lincoln, Omaha area, I would say.
1: Fuckers. You're fucking college kids. Oh, yeah. Ignorant. So some you, of the.
2: I went to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and some of the protests going on on campus really? and stuff is unreal. Some days you're just like, you just want to walk through campus and just start rolling heads and knocking teeth <laughs> out. It's the
1: University of Nebraska-Lincoln. That's Nebraska, right? Yeah, the Huskers. The, okay. the
2: really good football team Blake likes. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>
1: Are you a big? Are you a Nebraska fan? Then I guess too.
2: No, not really. Honestly, I I watch the games, but like if I'm out in the tractor, I ain't listening to it on the radio.
1: Oh, Blake, dude, he's got <laughs> yeah, his corn suit on and shit. <laughs> He made me. We were in the truck one day. and He goes, "I want you to listen to this, Jeff." He fucking takes over a truck too. Let me tell you something. From the passenger side, he wallers out a pickup <laughs> in five minutes. I mean, buttons, nozzles, knobs. Me and Michelle took him to the fucking airport this year, and he got the truck. She goes, "I'm tired from watching Blake just work everything up there." I mean, whatever. But he made me listen to the Johnny Rogers touchdown from 1972 against Oklahoma, I think, or something. Isn't that just awesome? To make your hair stand up. <laughs> no, I think
0: he watches it every Saturday morning just to get oh, yeah. fired up and ready to go.
2: That's like when I went to school. I went there obviously for four years, mm-hmm. and I went. I got season tickets my freshman year. I went to two or three games till the first half, and I had enough. And that was the last of going to the games. Tailgating was a little funner.
1: Now you're going to get an experience of your lifetime in Oklahoma because I think you're going to be in Oklahoma with me and Blake a lot. You're going to get to watch women's volleyball. <laughs> One night we were watching. We were gonna go, ready to go to bed, and he turned on the Huskers were playing in the national championship, national championship yep. game. And he got all kind of our butt hurt when we all decided to go to bed about 8 o'clock <laughs> like we normally do. Where are you going? Going to fucking bed. You're not going to watch the game? Fuck, it's volleyball. Yeah. I wouldn't give a shit who they're playing. But my, it's for
0: the national championship. My yeah.
1: dad's got a saying, volleyball's not a spectator sport unless you're watching a bunch of chicks on the beach. Yep. And I have to agree with him on that. So, anyways, he comes up to the room about 9 o'clock. And I think they, did they win or lose that year.
0: Um,
2: I think they lost.
1: Yeah goddamn But whoever the coach is from Nebraska's women's volleyball coach, mm-hmm. do you know who that guy's uh, name?
2: It's John Cook, I think. I know his last name's
1: Cook. I, I think, think that is John. right. We know all about him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and never heard of him.
0: Turn <laughs> that program around, Jeff. Yeah. Turn that program around. He was he their football coach.
1: God, they win national championship every year. Well, fucking let him coach football then, <laughs> yeah. Shit, Pretty simple.
0: So how does the, the schooling? So, so you got you got Lincoln, then you've got. For for the colleges, like
2: there's like three or four campuses, aren't there in Nebraska? Um, so for the University of Nebraska Lincoln, there's city campus, and then there's an East campus, and that's like the Ag campus. But then like there's there's a University of Nebraska or Kearney. That's drunk. That, you yeah. can't spell drunk without U N K. Yep. And that's a uh, that's like uh d2 school oh okay. but pretty much lincoln's itself and then there's like kind of then like there's a bunch of different colleges but
0: because when they fight they're like university of nebraska and lincoln mm-hmm. university of nebraska and kearney You're like What's, what the fuck yeah simplify but, this for the rest of the
1: nation it's please. the same yeah. thing university of texas at el paso huh? university of texas texas a&m commerce yeah but why, why M kingsville why even talk about that we don't ever talk about those other places they don't have as much Nebraska, Andy. Don't be, You don't have to look down on people. God dang it! Just I know how it. I feel that way now about our lodge now, right now. So I understand how these people <laughs> feel. We have been rude. I apologize to everybody for no. looking down on you because you're not from Texas.
0: I'm not looking down. It's just fucking confusing to an outsider of because c- you list these other. You're like, okay, so where the fuck is that campus at?
1: Then in Grant, I don't know. They got a they got a c- campus in in. Chadron State, is that what it is? Yeah, Chadron State. St- yep. Shatter- that's where Danny Woodhead went.
2: Yep, he wasn't good enough to play for the Huskers, so he had to go up there.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've messed up a few things over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what is your uh, – you've you got me all completely perplexed. But is it
0: all under, like, the same umbrella of schooling? Yes. It is.
2: I want to say, yeah, I would say – I think so. I don't know.
0: So, it. If I don't have the schooling in Texas. Is it? Is university – to- is UT
1: and El Paso the same, like... No, it's a separate college, but like Texas A&M Commerce and Texas A&M Kingsville, they all are under the Texas A&M umbrella. That's what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Yes. So okay. I'm sure that I Kearney that... is under the same umbrella as the University of Nebraska Lincoln. is. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what confuses me when they throw the Lincoln. I just think of the University of Nebraska. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: That's where it gets me, all too. Right. Like, I'm with you for the University of Nebraska. I'm with you. But then you start throwing Lincoln and Kearney and Shadron and all this other shit. I get confused.
1: Well, we noticed that after the conspiracy theory deal. So we, <laughs> I had some people on my
0: side. Did you see that? Who? A lot of people. So one, jet fuel doesn't uh, evidently does not get hot enough to melt
1: steel. <laughs> yeah, wasn't the jet fuel that was burning? It was the building that was burning? And that was what li- <laughs> jet. Lit fuel.
0: What do you think was burning? What do you think was was contributing to this fire? That's what fuel. built the fire.
1: The jet fuel. So if you turn if you pour jet fuel on a forest and it catches on fire, it's not jet fuel burning the whole time. Then it's the wood burning. But it's got to get hot. It's got to get hot enough, Jeff whatever Andy. you're not damn sure not an engineering student we all have discussed that
2: never claimed to be
1: well it's a good thing
2: so how's the did you you
0: said you didn't see a whole lot of birds on the way down
2: not really uh we have a bunch at home and then i headed straight straight south from my place and went through like colorado and if you ever have to drive through eastern colorado is the most boring drive i've heard it's nothing but pastures and then I think, I don't remember what rivers by Lamar, Colorado, but there's a couple big feeds there, but other than that, there wasn't a thing the rest of the way. Boring drive. And I called Blake the night before, and I said, do I drive through western Kansas or eastern Colorado? And he's like, I don't think it's going to make a difference, bud. (laughs) That
1: sounds exactly like what he would say. (laughs) You know, I like driving through the Midwest and stuff. I I would rather drive from here to where you are, go straight north through all the plains of Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, everything, than to drive to fucking Columbia, South Carolina. Because you can't see shit except Mm -hmm. fucking trees. So I I like that deal, but Eastern Colorado is not a beautiful drive. So you you went through Lamone or did you go? Yep,
2: Lamone and then through like Lamar after that. And then, gosh, I don't remember where I crossed into.
1: So you come into Canadian, Texas, in Perryton?
2: I don't remember. It was the name of the town I first got to in Texas was, uh, it said it was like the pheasant hunting capital of Texas. Started with an S, I think. Spearman. Yeah, yep.
1: You went from Spearman to Canadian, probably.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I went through Paducah, you know, closer well, to Well, that's here. a beautiful city, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's our sister city here in Knox City.
1: Yeah.
2: What I couldn't believe, I know Texas, like high school football is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what town it was. I went through um, north of here, and it's like the town's like maybe 2,100 people. and it Stratford. Looked, yeah, and it's like a full-out college football stadium. <laughs> yeah. Probably
1: Stratford, I'm guessing. Yeah. They've won a bunch of state well, championships.
0: Well, uh, I think Canadian has a, a
1: Canadian's big got a too. program, too. Both yeah. of those places do. There's now, nice a lot of those have been installed with turf and everything mm-hmm. because of the windmill money. Okay. They've had a lot of windmill money. But, yeah, Texas, we take our football serious. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like Nebraska, but except we win at some levels. <laughs> exactly. Knox <know?
0: laughs> City's in the playoffs, so if we go through town on Friday, you'll, everybody will be fired up.
2: Is that game a home game then for
1: No. Them? no. Playoffs. Hurt in Guthrie, which is 33 miles west of here. If you've never been to a six man game, I highly recommend it.
2: That's what we're, me and uh, Bo are talking about that. We're like, we might have to go to uh, go to that game on whenever it is on Friday night.
1: Now, there's, no, there's not a lot of women your age there, so <laughs> just letting you know that.
0: And the ones that are your age are not good looking. I'm just trying to think off the top <laughs> Andy, of my head.
1: What? You sure grouped a bunch of people together. That is rude. I'm just going off, just piggybacking off of your what you said. Your wife is from Knox City. Correct. And my wife's from Knox City. Mm-hmm. And now you're calling all the other women from Knox City dogs. That's rude. Mm. But pretty close to accurate.
2: That's what, before Can't I... can argue uh, with you on much of those. Before I came down here, I went and teal hunted with Blake, mm-hmm. and we're getting on, and I'm like, man, I got to get on my Tinder game around here, <laughs> see what's cracking. He's like, man, there ain't much around here, bud. <laughs> and he's like, maybe a few traveling nurses here and there. <laughs> and then I was like, how's Knox City? And he's like, even worse. Even worse.
1: <laughs> my <laughs> Tinder game. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm thinking of Blake's Tinder account. God, he showed us some mooses pictures on there.
0: And Tony's Tony Tony's not on Tinder. He's on something for the older people. And he's got his nationwide, we figured out. Because he's oh like, oh, look at this girl. She's from she's from Tennessee. And she wants, she wants me to yeah. drive her down. Yeah. She wants gas money right now yeah. to get down here. And we're like, ah.
1: She needs gas money from Secaucus, New Jersey to come down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I told her I'd fly her down, but she just really wants that money for some reason for gas. I'm like, well. She might not be uh, using that money that you
2: send her for gas to come see you. But. So
1: so that's your dating? So that's how you date? You do Tinder? You don't ever go to, like, somewhere and see hot chick and buy her a beer and talk to her?
2: Oh, well, when you're in college, I mean, you just go to the bars and, yeah, talk to girls in the bars, buy them drinks or whatever, and then... When I'm back home, there ain't much back home. There's few bars <laughs> and other than that. And it's pretty much the same people that you, you know, went to high school with, same, same all you know.
1: So, so you're, you're, you're telling me that when you was in college, you would buy a young lady alcohol. Oh, my and God. And then, then you would... <laughs> get her drunk and take advantage of her is that what you're trying to tell america
2: no no that's not what i'm saying so you wouldn't do that <laughs> he then. would
1: buy her a drink and try to get to know her yeah, yeah. get to
0: know her maybe uh-huh. get her number and see if she was a kind kind that would let her let him take <laughs> advantage
1: of her you know 30 years from now you probably go to prison for what you're talking about right <laughs> probably now, with this go-to movement or me, too, <laughs> me shit, too whatever the fuck y'all are so you're, you're tendering in Garing, nebraska Ain't much. So is there somebody new pop up every once in a while? Is like everybody trying to get on her real fast? Is not that not works? really.
2: The only way you ever get any any fresh stuff is like you maybe you go over to Fort Collins, Colorado or Cheyenne, get a few new matches and then go from there. But so other you, than that. So
1: that's the you're, the dating game now is all on the phone.
2: I guess. I don't know. And That's it you're doing It's it, kinda right? just a game, it's just kinda of fun. I'm like, Oh that chick's good looking, that chick's good. And then you're like, Whoa, <laughs> that's not good.
1: <laughs> she know? has a penis. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do you ever get do you ever get matches? Oh, yeah, matches. Sometimes, like, there's a there's a thing called a super like, and that, that way you can see who liked you. Like, if there's a really hot chick, you super like her, and then she knows that you liked her, so if she swipes right, you match. Sometimes you get some super likes <laughs> from some big girls.
1: <laughs> yeah, big girls lead loving, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I we're talking, like, really big. Have you ever been with a girl so big that you could roll over twice on top and still be on top? No. Okay, that's a good thing.
0: Blake, it's so funny. Like You'll just see him, and he'll be on his phone, and he'll just be swiping. Swipe, swipe, <laughs> yeah. swipe, 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 swipe. And then he figures out who he matches with, and that's when he starts the calling process. What's, his, what's his
1: saying about the swiper? He's got a saying he says about that shit. I don't know.
2: He told me he swipes right on everything. He's like, I just swipe right, and then he's like, after that, I start going that's through my when matches. I start
1: going
0: through my matches.
1: <laughs>
2: yep.
0: It's a brave new world out there.
1: I'm just thinking that the, the people today are saving so much freaking money and time yeah i mean we had to waste time on like you know buying dinner taking the movies and then you find out you don't get along or they don't want to put out or whatever it is now <laughs> y'all just fuck, y'all got it all worked out in a contract before it ever starts pretty much saves a lot of time that way it does i'm i'm thinking you know hell, these people, young people got it right i uh,
0: i saw a video or i saw a picture the other day it said next time the old people say that phones are making us antisocial, social so in this picture and it was people on the subway Every one of them had a newspaper in their face. Nobody was talking to one another. So Mayberry is not like you thought it was back in the day.
1: Mayberry wasn't like that. New York City was.
0: Everybody had their. <laughs> everybody had their fucking newspaper up. Nobody
1: wanted to get talked to. So
0: uh, people opinion, are just people.
1: So uh, we haven't changed that much. My my question in this swipe right shit is is on Facebook. I see these people that I know that I don't know because I see their profile pictures on Facebook and then I see them at the grocery store 10 minutes later and they've aged 15 fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Now I've never seen the guy do filters. Thank God. Well, we started getting that shit. We got some real fucking problems, yeah. but these women do all this filters and it takes all the wrinkles and the three chins away and all kinds of shit. And then you see in the story. You're like, God dang boy, you look different than you fucking did on Facebook five uh-huh. minutes ago. Yeah. So on these 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 grinders or Tinder, no, Tinder whatever the hell you're <laughs> I think on.
2: grinders what uh, Blake's on usually.
1: Is gr- Blake's a grinder guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so so on these these websites that y'all are using, do these girls use profiles? I mean, do they do the filters on them too?
2: Oh yeah, they're all they're all doctored up. I've had a couple buddies, like some of my buddies in college, they were real big into it. They'd be matching with girls, taking them on dates, and going and meeting them all the time. And there was a few of them that they got catfished big time. <laughs> it was bad.
1: <laughs> now, catfish is the term when it's not who you say you are. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, yeah, like they looked really good looking. But you only see their face, and then you get there and you are like, okay, I am gonna, I am gonna just back out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have to give a bio of yourself on this on Tinder? Uh, some people do. Some people just you know say where they work or where they went to school, but some what, what, people write a whole paragraph. What do you
1: think Blake's bio probably says?
2: Probably says something about him being a farmer. Living in a small town, probably, and loving Husker football. <laughs> I have no idea. He only <laughs> lives with
1: his mom because she wants him to.
2: I bet it
0: says, I fuck on the first date.
1: I bet that's what I it could says. I can see that, too. His profile pic, have y'all seen that picture of that retarded kid that's got that <laughs> t-shirt on that says that? Yeah. His I fat that kid, I fuck kid. on the first date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are that, you going to look him up on Tinder? No, I don't have Tinder. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look it up and see what he Jesus,
0: says. Us. Don't get me in trouble. I don't have Tinder, <laughs> America. I don't have Tinder. Uh, but we, we've uh, we hang out with other married couples in town and stuff like that. And we're like, it would be fun to set up a Tinder account just to see what's going on in our area, just to see like who's truly on there. But I would never, uh, I would never do. See, that. I think it's
1: brave to be on a Tinder account in a small town if you're a single person, or not brave. I just think that you really, especially for a girl, you're on, you're on your last cause, leg because all guys are whores. Everybody knows that, right? But you know. <laughs> like w- would you be embarrassed if you saw your sister's tinder account
2: probably i'd probably be like wow she's really she's really stupid she's a new really level. really <laughs> desperate here and she that's really, what you think she I really has stepped of- out there you know she's
1: <laughs> offering herself to everyone
2: like
0: with guys it's not a big deal but like when you see like the, the former uh homecoming queen that oh, is yeah. now you know a, a single mother mm-hmm. she's on tinder you're like "Ooh,
1: damn that, 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 in a, that sucks seen a big <laughs> yeah. in a big city I Nobody think it would knows. Blend in, it'd blend in more you exactly. know but in a small town oh yeah you know there, of, there's natalie she was everything around here and now right. she's giving it up to everybody she's, around on, here. she's on tinder now yeah. like
0: it would make it would make like did you see that that she was on tinder uh-huh. my <laughs> goodness how how is
1: this so that's not possible that tinder all it is is a is that a hookup site is that what that is i guess i mean much. is that what you use it for just to hook up I mean, you're not looking for a wife when you get on there, right, Austin?
2: No, not really. Okay. Blake might be, but.
1: No, I don't think Blake's looking for a wife. <laughs> I think Blake's all about the hookups Still, You should have seen him at Zach's wedding this year. I'm telling you, he's wearing this medium shirt. And the, the buttons were about to pop on that son of a bitch. Not near as bad as the original shirt that he bought. So, so he really did go buy another shirt? He had to. And that's what he bought the second time? <laughs> did he not try it on either? I don't know. Uh, he didn't
0: read that it said slim fit. Oh boy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blake and Slim Fit, don't, or like me, I don't go with Slim Fit. Yeah. So he here. just
0: got what he would normally wear. You know, I don't know what size it is. Two X maybe. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> he ordered this originally, and then uh, <laughs> he finally decided to try it on the the day of the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Three hours before, and like the buttons were stretched, and like you could just see his pepperoni nipples like sticking, <laughs> bleeding through the bleeding through the white shirt, and he's like, this is not going to work. <laughs> so he made a special trip to Abilene. I thought he looked good in the shirt that he wore, in, in the shirt that he had on, finally. You didn't think he so? He could have
1: been a little bit bigger. Would have been okay. He looked, he looked fine. I didn't care. I thought he was funny. He reminded me so much of freaking, uh, the, who's the guy on TV that did? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. I mean, Chris he reminds Farley. me so much of him. He has such a good attitude. Mother dancing and shit and having oh, it, a good time. We had,
0: we had a ball at Zach's wedding. He's like, everybody wants to call me fat until they see my dance moves. <laughs> he's like, I have quick feet and don't let them fool you. And he did. He's he's nimble. He's pop-locking and dropping. We had so much fun. Oh, it, you're going to love Blake whenever whenever he gets down here. You got a small taste of him till season, and, like, that <laughs> shit with the pivot is just a normal day for Blake. Oh, yeah. He just kind of smiles and does that goofy laugh, and yep.
1: away he goes sleeps in the nude so y'all are bit roommates just <laughs> oh, remember God. that yeah i do I, i'm I, I, on the bottom I, uh,
2: bunk i sure as hell hope he ain't on the top i love that guy it's he, gonna be like on Step Brothers and that bunk bed crashes
0: he wishes he was here too I, i've talked to him like the last two nights he's like i just yeah feel like i'm missing out
2: yeah i seen that uh stoner shot a big deer yesterday a big big deer, deer. Yeah. yeah it was a
1: moose yeah 12
2: and- points something like that yeah it looked like it i think and i asked then, him what
1: the score was and said it didn't know. i'm betting it's 160 to 170 inch deer that's
2: what i said he's probably in the 160s because his g2s aren't very long so it will probably hurt him but other than that he's that was
1: a solid deer so he, you you shot an elk yet
2: i haven't huh so i put in every year um and you all you can draw one bull tag in your lifetime if you're you know just a non-landowner but if you get landowner tags i think the way it works is you can shoot a bull every four years or whatever but I, I haven't drawn one yet, but they there's a farmer that had like I don't remember how many acres of corn that got destroyed by him um, just down by Bridgeport, Nebraska, so just east of us and he got, I think it was 50 tags and he can just go out and shoot 50 elk. Anybody can shoot them. he can't sell the tags. And I don't think that they can, like, I think the game and parks come and get some and, like, donates the meat and stuff like that. But you don't get a head or, no, like, keep the heads or anything. There's
1: some monster elk I've seen, some pictures in Nebraska. There is. Another one of those Facebook deals we were talking about are them forum deals. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy put on there, had a picture of a big bull elk outside of some town up there. Yep. And all these people were just ripping on him and shit. And I'm thinking, God, the guy's got a chance to shoot a, a 5 by 5 or 6 by 6 a big bull. He's excited about it. It's on his property. Why the fuck do you have to be yeah. an expert about shit, you know? Everybody else on the internet what so. were they doing oh they were just chastising him about shooting first it was the fucking liberal fucks but, but, that come but, out there but the what, so what huggers. was his
0: original post
1: he just showed a picture of this big bull elk that he'd been seeing on his camera and showed it to him it's right by town and he was excited and somebody i live in that little town God damn it thing's not very close to me I ain't nothing within 30 miles of here and well somebody ain't gonna lie about it i mean he was yeah. proud of it. it's his place it's his family farm and he was waiting for season to open to shoot the thing and they were just Just being fucking assholes. I'm going to tell you right now, for everybody that listens to this, and there's a shitload of you, and I know so, one of you assholes is on here right now. You get on forums, and you always want to chastise and make fun of everybody. Now, I'm an asshole. I make fun of everybody on shit all the time, but I don't get on a forum when someone's talking about hunting or fishing or whatever it is, and bitch, or get on their ass about taking a picture of a fish that's too small, or shooting a buck that's too small, or this. You know, let people, if they're fucking excited, let them live their fucking life and quit bitching about what they do. That wears me the fuck out on these forums. Deer are the one that get me like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's a three year old. Motherfucker, yep. he was happy to shoot it.
2: Yeah. Just get yeah. off of his fucking ass. It's like ass. deer, and then the another thing I always see on the waterfowl ones is people shooting hens. Yes. I'm All like, right. for me, if I got the opportunity and the duck hunting is good, I'm going to shoot my greenheads. Yep. Other than that, I do not care. I'll shoot my two hens. I don't care. Yeah.
1: Or you shoot a fucking buffalo head, yeah, right? It
2: doesn't matter to me. I'll shoot anything. A duck's a duck to me. See, and it's, I guess
1: that's what people could say. We can always make fun of everybody shooting buffalo heads. It's because we. We it's to hear it's a different deal. Yeah. Every time we see them it's on a damn but point. shoot it. I don't care if yeah, you shoot yeah, it I or mean, not.
0: You post a pile pick with all buffalo heads, I don't give a fuck. Congratulations, yeah, you shot yeah. a limit. Exactly. Yeah. Good for you. But yeah, if, if six if six ducks come in, I'll pick out green. But if
1: they're all fucking Susies, then the Susies are getting it. Yep. Exactly. I do not I do not discriminate. It's duck hunting. Mm-hmm. But these guys do and the one that gets me all the time I did this to my friend Rusted Morgan. The other day, which, so he shot a real nice deer, and I don't know what it scored. It was a nice deer, but I was like, oh, you should let him go one more year. Fuck, I was just kidding, you know? If I, but they do that shit all the time on that shit. Well, I'd let him go for two more years. Fuck, he's hunting public property. He's hunting on 14 acres in the middle of downtown Kansas City. He ain't letting that motherfucker go because he probably won't see it again. <laughs> exactly. But, but, yeah, just we're, we're so hard
2: on, on other hunters. Like, just oh, yeah. fucking
0: let's let them do what they're, they're excited. Yeah,
2: congratulations. <laughs> they shot their birds. I mean, why yeah. cut somebody down about it? I mean, that's the thing with hunters is... Especially in the waterfall industry, everybody oh, wants to cut everybody it's a at the
0: knees. Dick measuring contest oh, yeah.
2: all the time, and I—that
0: is one thing. When we first started our Facebook group, I was worried about that. Yeah, because I'm not a very like confrontational person. I don't like like just fucking do you. I'll do me, and then we'll all be happy. I've seen other Facebook groups turn nasty and like people bitching at each other. We have not had that at all. No, we had one guy we called him out pretty
1: quick yes but that's it most everybody's been really good
0: shit. i was just like because you know like it's our podcast and it's our name on the shit and i'm like fuck we're gonna be police in this fucking it's gonna be a nightmare every day people are gonna go at it and honestly we've not seen it people are real helpful at all yeah people are helpful people shoot five or six birds or whatever and they're like you know fucking good time whatever i was very very when jeff brought me the idea of starting that group i was like oh i don't want it to be like all these other podcasts yeah. or not the other podcast forums just other four waterfowl forums and it's just fucking a nightmare
1: the i was on hardcore something the other day and a guy had pictures some swans he's like well i hope i can get these geese to work tomorrow <laughs> and hunt you know and he was just kidding and stuff and these people well I, you know that's not that's section 428 of the federal you know what i'm thinking god damn he's like, joking yeah. you can fucking tell it was you know so
2: funny story about swans one of my buddies um, I didn't meet him until a couple years after this happened, but he just got into waterfowl hunting. I think he was in college, maybe high school. And him and his buddy went out to a public marsh, and they, you know, they were shooting a few ducks or whatever. Well, they had a flock of swans fly over, and they ripped into them, and I think they killed one or two of them. Well, then, like, obviously people called him in and stuff, and he yeah. lost his hunting license for a year or two. <laughs> but he had no idea. They just thought they were big snow geese, I guess. <laughs>
1: I knew a guy that hunted on the East Coast, and um, the game warden checked him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we've already cleaned our birds and stuff. Did you leave a wing attached? No, sir, we didn't do it." And he he said, "We got him right there. We killed some snow geese, and we're in, and one fucking breast was about the size of a fucking <laughs> butterball turkey and stuff. And that's what it was. They killed a swan and some snow geese.
0: Do they taste? I've never heard anybody eating swans. Well they, they taste I'm, like? I'm
1: assuming know. it's probably tastes the same. Probably
2: like goose and duck. I
1: probably. would I would think it's the same animal. They're, 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 they, their 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 populations expanding too."
2: I notice when we we don't have, we'll get a few swans, and I don't, I don't know if they're trumpeters or tundra swans on the North Platte, but when I was in Missouri, there was anywhere from 250 to 500 of them that really? were always around Swan Lake and in there, and they're all trumpeters. And, I mean, they're those things are monsters.
1: We, we have them here every once in a while. We've, really? The waterhole behind the lodge here, one year we had three of them that stayed down there most of the winter. They're cool to and watch I've big birds. East of here, we've seen shit. There was a hundred or two hundred a mm-hmm. couple for down there, and then you see them out in the wheat field feeding and shit. Mm-hmm. Andy, you had a group. You had some decoy one time, didn't you?
0: Uh they did. De- they just flew over like real low, like yeah. probably six feet off the ground. We're like, do these are not snow geese? Do not, <laughs> do not, do not. Quick, do not shoot. Yeah. don't shoot. These are not snow geese. We did
1: a TV show twenty years ago, and Dad was on the hunt. When Dad was here, he could tell it, but we had a swan land in the decoys on a water hunt. That'd be pretty cool. Land. dad, don't, don't shoot. Don't fucking shoot. Don't, don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be bad.
0: Oh, that would not be good. So, uh, goose or duck, which one's your favorite?
2: I'm, I like shooting geese. That's, yeah. that's my big deal. I like shooting geese. I guided basically all ducks last year besides the snow geese. We had a little bit of honkers in Missouri, but for the most part, we shot ducks and it was a lot of fun. And I mean, green heads in the timber are fun. The corn was fun hunting. That's like when we were hunting the corn. It's like Ray Charles could kill him out there. Like, it's easy. <laughs> so you make fun of blind people, oh huh? My God. <laughs> racist asshole. But uh, I mean, ducks are fun. Like I'll, I'll go shoot my ducks on small water, small gauge gun and stuff. But at the end of the day, I want to be in a goose spread shooting geese.
1: You've lost your damn mind. <laughs> See, that's me.
0: I, I'd rather I'd rather get geese and ducks. I just feel day.
2: it's. I feel like there's more of an art
1: to it. Like, I think it's harder. Yeah. Definitely, it harder, yeah.
0: it's way harder to shoot a goose.
1: I'm not going to disagree with you guys than on a that. Duck. I think so. Any any jackass can take some decoys and kill some ducks. Oh yeah, on like a small pond, like a small pond, especially
2: in the corn, throw some yeah. spinners out, and you're yeah. golden.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, you feel duck hunt much at home?
2: Yeah, quite a bit. Um, like I said, we have a lot of the warm water sloughs, a lot of the river. But then once it, if there's any kind of weather like clouds coming in. And it's going to be you know windy and cloudy, or if there's snow coming, you better be in a cornfield off the river. And it don't matter which one; you just throw spinners out, <laughs> and
1: you're going to smoke them. That's that'd be freaking awesome right that's there. Cool. Got him, mighty, That would be badass.
0: That must be a Nebraska thing because that's what Blake told us. Like we were when we had not done much field duck hunting uh, prior it, to us going to Oklahoma, so we were just kind of learning something mm-hmm. new every year. And Blake's like, "Just throw your spinners out. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just throw six spinners out in the field. Get underneath them." You're done. Oh, yeah. Like, that's basically it. So, you fuckers in Nebraska had this <laughs> uh, duck hunting thing, field duck hunting thing figured out.
1: Well, we've got a place that we're going to try us. a practice round and see. And this afternoon, we may do it this afternoon and try and see if it works because we got all the conditions here. Your wind it,
0: wrong. How the fuck do you figure that? Because they're going to be, that's the direction they're going to be coming from the north. I think you need a south wind. No, no, no
1: you're young you don't understand I'm old and wise <laughs> okay we can go to that west side yeah and set up right along that road yeah and we, tree we, yep and I think we could kill some birds now the difference is, is I'm fat and old I don't know if I'm going to be that cold but we may go do that this afternoon and try and see if it works just because it's completely there's nothing in the field even it's just by a playa yep and I think today we would shoot some birds there and see how it works. But do you think,
0: pigeons. as windy as it is, you think the ducks are going to be getting up off of that? They were there earlier pod?
1: today and they were spinning all around it.
0: They're spinning. Did you see it? They were spinning all around it.
1: That's where dipshit got stuck over there. <laughs> Might work. Yeah, I get a call. So this is Bo, the new guy. Bo, fixed, looking like maybe Gunner Junior here. <laughs> uh,
0: I, day off. So shitty outside. I can hear the wind howling in my bedroom. I'm, I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee start my day right i sit my ass down phone rings Bo. hey what's up man i don't know why. very positive at least
1: yeah
0: he's like hey uh you getting out this morning or are you out this morning i said no I- i'm gonna get out eventually but i'm not out yet hmm. well i'm stuck so <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck. okay where are you uh and then um, are you wearing mom jeans <laughs> Figure it out, and I was like, "Yeah, it gets pretty wet down there."
2: Yeah.
0: So, so you were telling me, I was like, "Oh, fuck!" He, because he, he was off in the ditch. He had his ass in the ditch and up to the up to the bumper. I saw Austin. First time I've ever met you in person, and he's like, "I said, well, what did he say?" He's like, "Oh, it looks." He said, "It looks pretty bad. Wonder if I ought to do it." <laughs> he's asking Austin if he ought to go down. And Austin's been here for twelve hours, reckon I ought to do it. Austin said, "I think it looks pretty wet."
1: So and he tried it anyway. Tried
2: her anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the there right we pull up to it. It's dry ground and it yep. just goes straight to wet. Yep. And three deer run in front of us and they're sinking in pretty good. Up and to I'm, their nipples. Yeah, and so I'm like, that's pretty wet. And he's like, Well, maybe I'll just I'll just ease into it. And then if it's <laughs> if it's too wet, we'll just back out. And I'm like, I don't know, but here we go. And then <laughs> then we slid off into the left side. Then we backed up into the right side, and then we were stuck, stuck. And then that was
0: it. So, when I first saw it, I was honestly worried I wouldn't be wasn't going to be able to get you just because like you were up so far like there's no way i'm pulling out of that ditch
2: yeah he was
1: stuck i had a guy last year that i had i made him walk out <clears throat> <clears throat> Guy got stuck the guy with the phone company over here called the lodge on the phone lines and they they buried a truck on that road that goes back where teddy espinosa buried his, oh those. the bus <clears throat> guy buried his truck back there he called and i said I tell you what i said i can't get down that road oh i think you can make it no I, said, I, I promise you i can't make it i said but i'll tell you what i'll do i'll i'll go as close as i can to you and you start walking I said, if you'll start walking now, I'll beat you there in 30 minutes, because that's how long it's going to take you. <laughs> I got there, and I backed down and picked him up. He goes, you don't think you can get me? Fuck no. <laughs> <None laughs> we will have that, two stuck trucks. I'm not exactly. going to try. One it's,
0: year, we, we, had, uh, we had a guy, this was back in the 90s, and he was stuck all the fucking time. Had the dog. Oh, Danny?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he fucking buried his truck a bunch of times. One and, time he was stuck for 12 hours until they could get a tow truck to come get him.
0: And the place he gets stuck, the ditches are cut real bad. You might not. There's a place that we hunted yesterday, Bo and I, and the ditches. Well, they fucked them ditches all up. The ditches are five foot deep, and he got his truck stuck in a spot like that back in the 90s, and it's.
1: They drove him they drug him a half mile, ripped his truck, and ripped the door off almost getting it out of <laughs> shit. Well, you're out. You'd <laughs> be $200. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you got a little scratch there. It'll buff out. Don't worry about it.
0: The good thing about here, I don't know about where you're at, but it's so sandy, like, you can usually get into the
1: fields yeah so but that area where y'all went where i told bo the other day i said you can't get over here when it gets wet where all the ponds are yeah that's wet wet dry hold a, a lot of water black deal but i just told bo the other day because he said what about going over there I said, it's too fucking wet well you think we can get in over there no we can't i'm <laughs> telling you he learned he won't do it again you won't go down that road again will you no <laughs> Poor boy. That's the first time you fucked up in three weeks, though, so I'm proud of you. That's not good and, and it wasn't even that big of a fuck up. No, Like, it was everybody gets stuck.
0: Yeah. Andy Andy got me out for easy. Your so truck's fine. I mean. All the trucks are fine. It's not a big deal. Do you,
1: do you remember the other day, me and me and Tony had a confrontation or an argument on which side I'm about going in on the north side of a field or a south end of the field? And the old wise guy said, you can't go in from the north side. And I think Tony still is right about this whole thing. No. No. I eased into mine this morning. You were like Well, hold on. Balls. Did I get stuck? No. no. Hear them crickets? No, I didn't. Because I backed up and got out. But Tony tried to argue with me. I, you can't go on the north end of this one field when it's wet. Tony, oh, I think you can make it. It's packed down. Okay, well, fuck them. We'll see. Well, I drove it. I knew I wasn't going to get stuck right there because I knew that the ground was pretty hard. But past it, and I couldn't have gotten I just turned around and come out. Fucking Tony wanted to fucking argue. So I drove the south end drove all the way around. Was it an ugly fight? There's fields that you can, there's roads you can get down in here with two and three foot of water. It's sandy. It did? No. I'd have whooped his ass. Let me tell you <laughs> something right now. I'd have whooped Tony's ass. I said, get out of the back of the truck, I'm going to whip your ass, and we're going to go on down the fucking road. But I didn't get stuck. So anyways, you and your big Bubba Tony over there, fucking stuck kings, because Tony got stuck where you did almost. It, it was another spot, and fucking he would leave his truck for t- Jeep. He was in the Jeep. Fucking Jeep. Jeep doesn't get stuck. Fuck yeah, my ass. See, <laughs> you got stuck because Andy pulled you out. Well, Tony's got stuck, but he got pulled out too. But my point is, Big Daddy over here didn't get stuck the other day. (laughs) I don't know
0: how much your other places – I don't know if you saw a lot of bickering. Oh, yeah. You're going to see a lot of bickering (laughs) here. I mean, Jeff, who opened that door?
1: Uh, Who do you think it is?
0: Tony and Ed. Um, The worst are when Jeff and Ron go at it. Because it takes Ron a while to get going and – Ron's so old now; he just basically takes it. You're making me sound horrible here. Dad got
1: stage four cancer. People are like, "God, no!" He he. Toddler. The other day,
0: he fucking you you ate his ass out. About what? I can't remember, but you, you it was right after you said on air you wish you could get into another argument with your dad. Oh, well, we did. <laughs> I can't remember what it was
1: about, but we did for some reason. And
0: I was like, "Well, congratulations! You got to you got to chew his ass out one more time." Well, I mean, I wanted
1: to go back to the way it was before when we used to argue every day about stuff. An
0: ass you and still an ass-chewing. Dad, don't listen. If you go in that pantry over there, there's holes in the wall. That's El Jefe here. <laughs> that hole in that door is not, though. No. That is... Uh... That's Payne no, running that's from Luke. Luke
1: Musgrove. That's Luke. Oh, that's Luke, yeah, trying to get Payne. Payne in... <laughs> hit him in the balls or something when he was little. <laughs> Payne was about seven running around here.
0: So, yeah, Payne was running to that bathroom to hide, and Luke uh,
1: stuck his hand through. I need to fix that door. I don't know why ah, I'm done that it's,
0: uh, all part, part of, of the, it. all part it of the story. Character.
1: Yeah. All part of the story but, out here. But... Dad has Dad never was on time. Me and Dad used to go around and round. because I'm big on time deal. If you're supposed to be somewhere at 4.30 to meet a customer, by God, you'd be there at 4.25. Yep. I mean, that's why I am. And Dad's got there's a right, the wrong way, the right way, and Dad's way of shit. Well, Dad's been kind of a, kind of had, for the last two years, I've kind of given him off because he's been sick. But the other day, he felt good, and he screwed up. So I got on to him about something. I don't remember what it was about. I don't either. It was probably about him putting his stuff up or...
0: But they're so extreme in their thing They're so extreme Like Ron's like Oh fuck it I'm just Get the fuck out of here And (laughs) just throwing shit And Jeff's opposite You know he's extreme The other way I'm Italian
1: So it comes about natural
0: I mean it's just like Like there's a middle ground Where we could probably resolve this And both of them are just On On opposite opposite. ends (laughs) Opposite ends Like there's no common ground It's just fuck this Fuck that You get the fuck out of here I'm burning this motherfucker down And (laughs) I don't think I've ever said About burn it down (laughs) I mean it's just just Fucking close the doors Kick everybody out of here I have done just right fuck it. The office. I mean, it it, it you, know, uh, you know what though? It, it, about it, twice a year, you'll see that. Okay, so me it's and, not gonna be it's not every day, but twice a year. I don't.
1: Me and Dad probably we won't. Me and Tony will get in some arguments. We always do. I mean, you think about it. That's just family business. It's family. That's right. That's and all families it do it. And we've got a and we're extremely close and we're extremely tight. Now here's the thing: I can bitch at my brother or I can bitch at my dad, but by God, if somebody else does it, then they're gonna have fucking hell to pay from me because I'm. Yep. But. There's times that they both screw up a lot, and I screw up, and me and Tony don't argue as much as we used to. We're pretty much easy. If somebody screws up, they screw up. Yeah. But when we disagree about some shit, we don't, we don't back down usually. We're both pretty hard-headed on that deal. But Dad, Andy, you've got to admit, usually when we get on to Dad, we have a good reason. We've told him and told him and told I'm him. I'm not
0: saying that you don't have a good reason. I'm just saying it happens, and it's it puts us in an awkward situation.
1: I've never seen you do nothing <laughs> but
0: laugh. Well, it's, it's an awkward laugh. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just because I'm just, just because I'm uncomfortable, and that's my way of coping. But you work with your dad on the farm, though, so, yeah, I mean, so I'm sure you see it. It's
2: me and my dad, and then his two brothers. My dad's the youngest, and oh, shit. oh yeah, it's. Sometimes it's the two, two brothers are against one, or one's against the other two, or that's probably happens and, all the time. Oh, yeah. And then me and my dad are buttonheads, heads, and then all three butt heads. On,
1: so you and just, your dad It's argue family then. business. Oh, yeah. See, that's normal. Yeah. See, people don't the fucking Griswold family, yes, sir, no, sir. And it doesn't <laughs> that looks good on the outside, but on the inside, that ain't the way no. it goes around here. No, nope. now I don't. Me and Andy have very few times have we argued about stuff. I don't. I can't think of more than a handful of times that me and you have argued. Your little brothers on the other hand, mm-hmm. I can think of countless times that we haven't argued on one hand, because we argue all the fucking time. <laughs> now yeah. we don't as much no more, but me and you don't we usually see eye to eye on the same shit. I'm pretty level headed. That's not always it. We just like common sense between the both of us. <laughs> oh. But we don't we me and you don't argue that much. We disagree mm-hmm. on some things and we talk about it and stuff, but and I let you make your own mistakes. When I try to give you some advice and you don't listen, I them okay, learn on your own.
2: Yeah, we've me and my dad. We uh, we're we're really really close. But there's been sometimes we have got into her pretty good. <laughs> that's 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 human beings though. That's oh, married yeah. people. Yep. You know,
1: you, does your mom ever bitch at your dad for absolutely no reason at all? Oh yeah, all the time. That's because <laughs> she's a woman. Yep, you know. Yep. And I used to say that to the boys all the time. Oh, I ain't taking sides. Andy, does Jesse <laughs> ever bitch at you for no reason? Not too much. That's not what Reese told me the other day. Well, I mean, there's a reason. Because she's, she's a woman.
0: No 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 no. I mean. It, <laughs> The reason might not be my fault, but there is a
1: reason that she is. So I asked Reese. I said, "Did your mom ever get under your dad for any reason at all?" Mm-hmm. All the time.
0: But there's a reason. It might not be you're 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 wording okay, he, it wrong.
1: He's trying to defend his wife. See, I've been married a long time. I'm not defending Michelle. Sometimes she just bitches good bitch. I think.
0: Yeah, but it, there's a reason. It not the reason might not be your fault, but there's a reason.
1: But you're just a target of the griping. Yeah. You ever get bitched at for something that someone else did that you have absolutely nothing sure. to do with? And and, well, I, and they see, don't say I'm not griping at you, I'm just venting. See, here here you. <laughs> yeah. here's
0: where you and me differ in our marriages. If she's going off about somebody else, I don't take it as an attack on me. When mom starts bitching about somebody else, you're just like
1: oh, fuck, 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 I didn't fuck,
0: fuck do it. Fuck, fuck, fuck and, was, and I'm just like, Okay, well let's
2: just talk about it. It's no big deal. We'll we'll work through it.
1: In fifteen years we'll see how you go about that deal.
2: Oh yeah. Ladies are a different breed. Like that I like especially my, my, my mom. We uh I'll, like, I live down the road from my parents. I'll go over for supper, and you just say, hey, Mom, how was your day? And she just starts going off you on ask, some boy, story. You ask, boy. You don't ask. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> rookie move there. Going off on a story about this and that. and She works at the courthouse. so, oh, so she's always got she the dirt. She knows all the dirt. Yeah.
1: Your dad doesn't ask how your day went, does he, to her? No, not usually. <laughs> That's, there's a reason why, because <laughs> he really don't want to know. But sometimes she comes in the door, and it's instantly she's oh, going off. Did you
2: yeah. hear so-and-so did this or that? <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Yeah. But see when, when how I big, get, how big is gearing
2: uh gearings like eight or nine thousand and then okay, so it's Scott's small, bluff it, it's, it's kind of small it's got the small feel. it's but small
0: uh, enough that everybody knows everybody's business
2: pretty much and then like so Scotts Bluff and gearing are basically the same town mm-hmm. they're just split by the river right so like we're big rivals in school and everything but I think Scotts Bluff's got 15 sixteen thousand and then we've got eight or nine thousand so it's it's not small but it's right. everybody like you said everybody knows what's going on it's big
1: enough for all the the new stuff, but it's small enough that everybody knows everybody's stuff. Exactly. And so your mom knows everybody's stuff. That's a lot of <laughs> And it's and big together.
0: enough to have a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. So, like. There's always something. Somebody in the courthouse that uh, likes drama, that's a that's fucking place to be. Oh, yeah. I just don't like getting
1: griped at for something I didn't do. You know, <laughs> if Joe, Joe Blow done it? I don't want to. And, and, and let's don't get this confused. Venting to me and bitching to me seem to be the same damn thing. So, if you're griping or venting, I don't want to hear you bitch or gripe about it. So. Now, if you got something See, legitimately to say, I'm good to listen to that shit. But oh, yeah. I don't take it as an attack on me, though. Well, when you get older, you'll get sick of listening. You'll learn to tune out better because I'm really good about that, and I'm I'm bad about that. Like I'll be watching TV or reading, and Michelle will be talking. I guess for like ten or fifteen minutes, and then I'll look up from my book or whatever I'm doing. And I'll Catch be like, something? Hey, did so and so happen? I just told you that five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear you very well. Yeah, because you're not listening. Well. Yes, that's you're, true. You're about getting
2: to that age. You can just get some hearing aids and turn them bad <laughs> boys off. <laughs> let me tell you
1: something. My preacher's deaf. And I mean, that motherfucker is deaf, deaf, deaf. Helen he Keller, deaf.
2: Cochlear implant.
1: Yeah, and has cochlear implants. And he and he listens to this. Tex listens to this all the time because he, he gets on to me about my language sometimes. But he And, he, and he's great because he agrees with me on 99% of the same things. We think the same way, except he's a preacher and probably going to heaven. And i got to really, really do work hard for my way in. But... He'll, he'll tell me sometimes he said oh it's great and he said my batteries will run out i'll just pull my battery out and he said i just smile the whole time and they just keep all everybody's it. i don't hear nothing about it he can read lips pretty well yeah. so he might not hear it but
0: if he like reads your lips and shouldn't have been something that you said
2: <laughs>
1: he'll let you know about he'll it. let you know about it and he's a great preacher because he what is he doing over there look at that Ollie. yeah he's I a he's a great preacher because he hasn't always been a saint yeah and so he can relate to people, yep, and he's exactly. got a good heart. He he sees the good in everybody. This is the difference between me and him. Other than I'm taller and better looking and not deaf, <laughs> is that he he sees the good in every person. I mean, he can find some good in everybody. And I just some people are just assholes. Oh yeah, and I, and I tell him that sometimes. So we disagree on some things. But he's a really good good guy. But he does. He has cochlear implants. So he turns <laughs> takes batteries out so he don't have to listen to wife crap at him.
2: What do you do you uh, Andy? Do you have hearing aids or like hearing protection you wear when you're no. or anything? I one thing up
0: until like we got the a-frames like we were when we dig in we're behind the clients that's really nice so you're not hearing the the blast but now that we're in the a-frames i probably should uh Mm -hmm. look at something just because just like the other day some guy had a a fucking port or something put into their barrel i mean it was oh
2: yeah ported barrels and stuff and it was bad
1: so if you're an earplug company out there and you'd like a pro staff spot and sponsor some guides, my guides would yeah. be all for that.
2: I've always heard. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's the Wild Ears. Wild Ears, they're yeah, they're really good. And like that's I think it's Sport Ear or something. I don't know.
0: Wild Ears, don't they like uh, send a mold or something yeah, to do like to your ears? Yeah, they're custom fit
2: them. And we, I've seen a lot of clients with those, or like guys hunting with us, and they seem to be all right. The only thing that just bugs me to no end is it muffles my calling, right? And that, I mean, it's something you can get over, but. Like me, mm. my left ear has basically constant ringing in it.
0: This, yeah, my left ear does too. Just and I don't shoot as much as uh, as I used to. Mm-hmm. Back when I was younger, I would shoot. I mean, I wouldn't shoot much, but I would definitely shoot. Since I got the dog and um, all, I, I hadn't been shooting just as much. Uh, but yeah, my left ear. I know my left ear is bad. Back when I first started, like the the. Uh, headphones were like these that we're wearing and uh-huh. they had these little things and it gets to a certain decibel level and it cuts off you can't hear anything and i'm like you like you can't hear your calling yeah i don't know how wild ear does it i don't know if it cuts off at a certain decibel because some people were saying that you can actually still hear your calling okay but i don't uh i don't know that for a fact but i can remember one of the guides it was uh it was josh mason so it was 99 2000 and he had headphones like these that we're wearing here and I put them on, and I he ended up not wearing them, but for yeah. about two hunts, just because I mean you're back behind the guys anyway, and it's not that loud unless you're shooting. Yeah. But the a frames are definitely like yesterday. Bo and I were just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> We'd stay down and just kind of cover our ear, but it was it was loud. But I oh, think we're yeah. we we definitely probably need to uh, to get something, and I know Reese probably needs to. I need to I need to uh, get something for Reese before that way he's not in the same situation yeah because exactly. jesse gets onto my ass about not hearing mm-hmm. she's, just yeah. she's just venting. she's just all. venting is all but yeah the, the a-frames are bad so how did you uh yeah.
1: hold on just a minute you are a deaf motherfucker though <laughs> i'm telling you right now we were in we went to oklahoma city one time and it was me and jesse and Andy. And so from the car we we're gonna go eat some eat somewhere and I said something just about nothing at all. And he goes, oh, Mexican food sounds good. I'm like, where the fuck do we talk <laughs> about that shit at? And Jesse goes, he can't hear. So you really, you, you don't have good hearing. Well, and so when the boys are bitching and crying, you don't hear that shit.
0: No, I hear it. I just can't understand what you're saying. Well, just like that Hatterton guy the other day when he was spelling his last name.
1: H-A-D-D-E-R-T-O-N. And I
0: fucked it all up. I thought it had a C in it. C and T sound, sound like. I just have... The details is what I can't really hear.
1: Well, no, I, I'm with you there because you—you you, have, you, have you noticed your mom talks a lot? Well, huh? Your mom talks all the time. I mean, like a little chatterbox. Mm-hmm. And if we're somewhere, like we're traveling somewhere and we're walking down, like when we were in New Orleans the other day, we're walking down the street and I, I'm i either behind her or in front of her so I can hear a little bit. But if I'm behind her at all, I can't hear a fucking thing she says. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, a I'm just <laughs> nodding and smiling. I don't know what the fuck it is. Next thing I know, we're buying something. You said, okay. I don't know what I said. I just, <laughs> but I, cause I can't. I hear noise, but I don't hear what, what, it, what is actually being said. So I'm the same as you. I was, tur- my ears are fucked up. For I was turkey hunting with up.
0: a friend of mine a couple years ago, and uh, he knew I had hearing troubles, but we heard a, I heard a gobble, <laughs> like just fucking faint. I can hear that shit. Yeah. I can hear a break in the silence, but sitting here, don't, I mean, it, it, I have trouble, like I said, hearing, some of the shit but it's not too bad. I can
1: hear ducks and geese way off.
0: I can hear that. Yep. I can hear that. Um so is your is your experience like mostly
2: with uh, the big geese? Um so we always get back home we get from like this year they showed up really early so like the last week of October we got all of our lessers and then they usually hang out till it gets real cold. Usually it's around Thanksgiving they push out. Mm-hmm. Um usually we'll get 2 or 3 weeks of them and they push out. So I hunted those a bunch. The few early, but back home, it's basically just shooting the big geese and, you know, mallards, few widgeon mixed in, some pintails. And then when I was in college around like eastern Nebraska, we shot a bunch of big geese, but we'd always make trips down to like north central Kansas mm-hmm. and we'd just chase little geese down there, snows, specks, whatever. So kind of similar to here, but.
0: Did. Uh Were there a lot of lessers in Nebraska whenever you left, or have they already pushed through, or Um, they have not got there yet?
2: They all got there, like, the last week of October, and they're still there. There's a lot of them around. Really? Yep. But, like, all those geese, like, most of our geese come out of Alberta, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they push down through that way. And um, they usually push to, like, the front range of Colorado, and that's about the farthest they go, it seems like. I'm I'm sure there's the ones that keep going. They hold a lot in the front range.
0: But they were still there when you left. So, what had the front hit when you left yesterday? Had the north wind hit? Nope
2: it it hadn't. It was it was super calm right away in the morning. And then um, my dad, I talked to him back and forth on the phone there, um, picking corn. And he's like, oh, you can see the clouds are coming. He's like, it's getting <laughs> cold. And then they woke up this morning. I think they had no oh, three four inches of snow. Really? So, yeah. Wow. But that might push a few of those little that'll geese push. out. So yeah,
0: that'll definitely push. We need that about we need we need about eighteen or two foot of snow. On the Oklahoma and Kansas border. How much did you ask for? Two foot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Them fuckers up there like, whoa, 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 hold on. Two
0: foot. I want it up to their knees, Jeff. Would you say that that's two feet? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's where I want it. I want knee-deep snow on the Oklahoma-Kansas border. And we'll just fucking rake them.
1: Well, I'd rather have it like the whole state of Kansas. Just have a blizzard of about four foot for about three months. So you're on a
0: continuous blizzard, and you're calling me selfish for just wanting two foot of snow and having it over with?
1: I just hope we keep getting fronts like we're here. If we keep getting fronts about every five to seven days, we'll be in great shape. Seems like
2: this year, I mean, I remember when I was younger always, we'd get a few early snows on the river, and we'd shoot the crap out of ducks. And then um, progressively, it always seemed like the last, the couple years I was guiding back home, it was warm. Yep. And then last year, I heard back home, I was never there, but they said it was, you know, it was 65, you're hunting t-shirts, and that's unheard of by us. Yeah so last
0: year it was it was a later we we were way colder now than i think i I can ever remember we had a
1: real cold cold front when asher and then we're here last year for the die bomb hunt which is about this time but But that was the first one yes and then it got hot and it stayed hot till about december mid-december before we had another good front yeah because we struggled big time last year and we had some good days when we say struggled a lot of times, our struggling days, most people are considering really good days. But we had days we worked our asses off to kill some birds, and we weren't killing birds like when we normally do. Then we started stacking them up, and then January was really good. Mm-hmm. But we, but we haven't had any winter. The last year, one of the last years, Ron Winicky was alive. Do you know who Ron is? I don't. Huh? He's from Nebraska. He was a world champion duck caller. He passed away. I don't know. he well, probably five ten years ago. But anyways, Ron, one of the last years he's alive. I talked to him on the phone, and we were talking. It was right before Thanksgiving. And he had told me, he said, this, this, and it was a cold year for some reason. He said, this is the first year Nebraska Thanksgiving feels like Nebraska Thanksgiving that I grew up like. Yep. Where it was cold, cold, and iced up already in some places, and just a normal, what used yeah. to be a normal winter. Well, that's what I always
2: remember. Growing up, it was, you know, we always, like I said, we had the river leases, and growing up, the duck hunting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, it always seemed like my dad would get me out of school early or, or, whatever, and we'd go, go in the afternoon, we'd shoot our ducks in the river. Every Saturday, we'd, four or five guys shoot a limit of ducks. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, you it seems like it has to be a good weather day to be killing, right. consistently kill the ducks on the river. Anymore, it seems like we hunt them in the field more and then try to shoot geese more. It's just like, it, I don't know if it's because there's a blind every half mile. Right. And it's the pressure that's doing it, or if it's just, they just aren't using the river like they used to. I don't know. That's
0: when you know it's going to be a good day, when they take you out of school.
2: It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. We're oh, gonna,
0: yeah. We're going to fucking, because they don't take you out of school just to go, ride on the struggle bus
2: no he used to always call me in it'd be in high school a bunch when i was in middle school a ton he'd call in and yeah. we'd either go duck and goose hunting or yep. we'd go drive around and shoot coyotes or do something and my mom would always get mad <laughs> there was i want to say it was my fifth grade year i missed so much school i got sick you, days for hunting and uh-huh. this it got brought up in front of the school board my parents had to go to a meeting for oh, it shit. my mom was not happy with my dad
0: <laughs> see they'll send this fucking dozer sounds like he's in our back it pocket does. here
1: He's building that pad right there.
0: Jesus, um, see they'll send you a note in Knox City. Like if you miss so many days, like you, you get a letter in the mail, which I'm sure y'all got that. Oh yeah, we got the letter and then and just chunked out in the trash, pretty much. But I mean, as long
1: as your grades didn't slip.
2: Yeah, my grades were fine, and I I think I. It's a fifth out grade. Right. Yeah, it's
0: a fifth grade. How hard is it going? Yeah, what
1: are you going yeah, to do? I let you boys hunt all the time when it was snowing or being bad. Yeah, I let y'all go a lot of times. And boy, if y'all was out at the lodge at nighttime, and we had. a a couple of big time like sometimes we'll have a field that's just got 30 40, geese in it and you know it's gonna be just a burner and they're like oh come on please 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 <laughs> i don't care ask your mom you know and i always put a chit on michelle yep and you boys went off for that there's a lot of times i picked you up from the field and took you to school
0: yeah i remember uh we had i was in uil i was in like uh some speech deal UIL is like Riding and shit like that It's like a the brainy the Brainiac Olympics It's where all the smart kids Actually get to feel Mathletic Wanted in our <laughs> Yeah number sense and all that stuff I was not in number sense But I was in speaking And it was that day And there was gonna A film crew was here We were hunting the uh, Bettis waterhole I'll never forget it And it was a burner And mom wrote a note That said I had a nosebleed that morning And couldn't go So But I made it to UIL And everything was hunky dory
1: but it was I, a burner. My dad took me and Tony out of school all the time. I mean, anytime it was snow, if it starts snowing at school, I'd be like, hell yeah, it's snowing. I'm going to get up. And well, what's sure enough, I, uh, Jeff, uh, please send Jeff to the office, please. Yep. And I, was, I never got in trouble in school. I was always a bad kid, but smart enough not to get in trouble. Yep go down there and Daddy would be there and principal would go y'all go on shooting some ducks he knew it you know him and dad were friends and mm-hmm. we'd load up and we'd go shoot ducks yep so i got to go all the time when it was crappy weather
2: that was always a big excuse for us is we live like it's kind of not really super hilly but there's a few little hills right that they'll blow shut and you can't get home so if it started snowing bad that was always my dad calling mm-hmm. yeah we got to get the kids out of school he even pull my sister out sometimes <laughs> and got to get home before we get blowed in and we'd just go straight and go goose hunting or duck hunting
1: does your sister hunt
2: she uh she used to always we pheasant hunted a lot growing up too and she used to always go pheasant hunt she shoots clays with us and then she's only waterfowl hunted with us she'd sit in the goose pit and stuff a few times but she's never really shot
1: does her boyfriend hunt with y'all at all
2: um he actually his family's got they have like a little lodge and they raise a few pheasants and they they just pheasant hunt a couple times out of the year and then he'd never waterfowl hunted so that the one year when i was guiding back home i took him out And uh, we we had a stellar field. It was a winter wheat field right off the river in a pit. Mm -hmm. And every day there'd probably be 15,000, 20,000 geese using it. And it was just they'd come off the river, hit it for till 10 o'clock, go hit corn. And every morning we'd shoot them there. You could hunt it six days a week and you'd be out there with trailers. They'd be landing around you after you're done. We took him out there and I think we shot six or six eight man goose limit and he had the time of his life <laughs> he's like this is awesome it was, it was fun
0: <laughs> way better than fucking chasing pheasants <laughs> yeah. around holy shit i mean i i've never done a wild pheasant hunt i've done a couple of these release bird hunts and waterfowl hunts way better yeah
2: there's been a lot of days we'd go we don't there's a few guys that do like the release hunts back home i've never yeah. done that but we would you walk and walk and walk and then you don't shoot nothing you're like well that wasn't no fun <laughs>
0: and <laughs> it's always cold
2: yeah
1: I know the guys that do the ditch chickens it, it's funny every guide that i have that's from where there are pheasants none of them care give a shit about a pheasant <laughs> yeah. that's crazy yeah you know it's kind of like wild pig around here uh, you care yeah. about shooting a pig no well, do you want to shoot a pig yeah kind see of. see because yeah. you don't <laughs> that's right you know it's that's what same. my
2: dad asked he's like you're gonna shoot a pig when you're down there i'm like i
1: don't know <laughs> see that's the and to me to shoot a pig is not that big a freaking yeah. deal because I, but i would like to shoot a bear or an elk because we don't yeah. have them yeah i'll tell you what i'll let you shoot some pigs you let me come up and shoot some elk up there with <laughs> okay. you <laughs> now that would be a place to go elk hunting. I'm telling you right now, I'm a lazy. You can tell by oh, looking at easy. me. I work out daily, yeah. <laughs> but if I wanted to shoot an elk, to shoot them in the Midwest, where you can shoot one, I have a truck and load, load it up. That's a way to go. Yeah. Hike in that mountain exactly. shit. Exactly
2: horseback well, that's what i always see there's like a nebraska uh i think it's a big game it's kind of like a nebraska big game page on facebook and it's the same way there's there's guys from other states trolling the nebraska guys that are really? shooting huge bulls like oh you didn't have to work for it. you just drove out and shot it in your cornfield and drove walked so? up to it with the tr- or drove with the truck it's hunting well we still <laughs> shot a big elk yeah. like, it's still an elk
1: get off my ass yeah. when, when i see other people at hunting places like i was real jealous in september and october because I have the means and the ability to go do whatever I want to do, just about. Yep. So I was all these guys and shooting ducks and field ducks in Manitoba and Saskatchewan. I want to go, but I can't because we're busy during dove season. Yeah. I just can't be away. And then the one time that I could have gone for a week, we went and seen pain. So I, I didn't. I, I didn't have an opportunity, but I wanted to go. But when I see some fuckers on some horsebacks in the middle of, and I've got a friend of mine who just got back from Colorado. They were on a horseback for five days, sleeping in a wall tent, shitting in the woods and stuff. There ain't no part of me that's desiring that shit. I mean, there is nothing about that that's a go to Alaska to catch salmon or something. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that, but I don't want to be a bear turd. So I kind of that kind of kind of.
2: I've actually got a buddy from back home, and he guides. I I think around Cody, Wyoming, up in the mountains, like elk hunts and sh- and mountain goat hunts. <laughs> oh fuck that! And I'm like mm-hmm. like this kid's crazy. I'm like, yeah. there ain't no way I'm doing that. There's nothing even fun oh, about no, that. Nothing, and he like eats it up. I'm sure like. I have, like, like elk hunting would be a lot of fun. I have, like, that personality that probably drive me nuts, like, talking back and forth with them. But mm-hmm. he's like, oh, it's so fun. And I'm like, the miles that kid puts on, and that horseback rides in, and staying in the tents, and I couldn't do it. There's nothing
1: about that that's appealing to me. No. Nothing at all. I've been in the woods, and I went on a waterfowl trip with my dad. I met Reagan, and we went to... Outside, outside of Fairbanks, Alaska, and we flew into the mento Flats. It was a waterfowl fishing package, and when they dropped us off, and we stayed in a Morgan building for five days, and we got snowed in for an extra day or two, we had to eat what we shot. I don't like to eat ducks. Everybody <laughs> listens; to this knows I don't care about eating no fucking ducks. I lost some weight because I didn't eat no fucking ducks because they weren't <laughs> any good. And then I was pissed because my dad took the pancake batter that we could have had pancakes with, and used it to fucking use us. as to put on coating on the goddamn. Geese, they ruined pancakes with geese. <laughs> but we stayed there, and then we got snowed in an extra day. But the lifesaver was one of the guys down the road shot a moose, and he gave us some moose steaks. Yep. And, oh, they were damn good. But Were they good, or were you just no? They, No. You know, I don't know. That's a really good point, because I don't like wild game that much. It may have been I'm just fucking starving. Because <laughs> I ate some fried chicken one time with my dad at this little place we stopped at, and I was like, damn, Dad, this is the best fried chicken I ever had. I mean, we look like Democrats licking our <laughs> fingers and shit. We all excited eating that shit. And then the second piece of chicken I threw out the window. It was fucking horrible. So I might have been just fucking real hungry because that elk might not have been I mean, that moose might not be good. But I stayed in the woods. We didn't have a bathroom. I I had to walk outside in grizzly-infested woods to take a shit. (laughs) You had to take a gun with you. I'm serious. To go take a shit, you had to take a gun. I kept the door open so I could see down the trail. (laughs) If big big bruiser was going to eat my ass, I was going to at least get a couple shots off before. And I just... And and we had a bed to sleep in in a in a Morgan building. Oh yeah. In a wood burning stove, but no shower. I take two showers a day. I don't like to stink, and I just could not imagine being them fucking. I saw them pictures of guys. I'm thinking that's not even fun. Nothing about it. You got throw toilet paper hanging up on a fucking roll right there on the limb. (laughs) Like I don't mind camping in the summer because you can get in the lake and at least wash your ass off. But
0: but those are the guys that you look up to. Who? Oh, you fucking, you're always talking about the pioneers and... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's because they didn't have, they had this latest shit. Sleeping right. in the fucking woods was as late as you could get. Right. <laughs> Nowadays. But you're just talking about how great it would be to be on the front frontier and all this other, and you hold, you hold
1: hate on. it. Hold on just a minute. A uh, UPS is coming here, and I think there's going to be a bunch of boss ammo, because we a bunch more. Just put it in the office where the other ones are, stack it up. So, uh, anyways. Have I, you shot boss yet?
2: I have. I got a, last year I shot a couple of the. Um, boxes of the 12 gauge like mm-hmm. two and three quarter fives at honkers yep. and that stuff's wicked oh, that shit's badass <laughs> I, I actually have a case of three inch 20 gauge five shot coming so
1: it, it might be yours that's yeah, coming here it might here. be why? See, I've got some twenty. I, I, the two and three quarter twenty is fine. That three is wears see, my I fucking know, shoulder. I I think
2: I don't think there's any two and three quarter in stock. So I was like, oh, I'll just get that. But I got a new twenty eight gauge, and I need to. I called, and they were out. So I think they should be restocking the twenty eight. Did this you bring week. your twenty
1: eight with you? I did. Yeah. I want to shoot it when you get because yeah. I've been to buy me one.
2: Yeah, I I've always shot an over under twenty eight, and then I just bought the the ethos, the Benelli ethos, and that's a sweet shooting gun. I went out. Me and my dad went on like our little last hunt before I guided. Mm-hmm. And we took that and we shot. Uh, we each shot our five geese and our five ducks, and I shot that twenty-eight out in the field. It was a blast. That's a fun little gun.
1: Yeah, yeah. everybody
0: a- that shoots like guns like that, they say they're just fucking wicked. I'm yeah. gonna,
1: I'm gonna get me a twenty-eight gauge, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a plug real quick. You know how you see on your internet that or the uh, emails and shit like these little boxes, these ads. I bought some books the other day, and it's called Leather Stockings. It's about the founding of America, the last Mohicans. Yeah, it's like twelve ninety-five a month, and they send you a book every month. I'm sure I'll start getting charges for hundred dollars a month coming. But, anyways. I, I got it in it. A, boss? It was awesome. Shooting. There you okay. go. It is Perfect. yours. So you can shoot that tonight with ducks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh and if you don't shoot it, I'll borrow it and I'll shoot it then. <laughs> but uh anyways, they uh I do have a lot of respect for the pioneers. I think they were really cool people, but I wouldn't want to live the way they lived. Fuck no. I mean it'd be cold as
0: shit. You're you're either cold half of the year or, or it's hot. hot half of the yep. year. Yep. And well, for right. about six weeks either way, you're comfortable. Yep. And so. it
2: stinks yeah so i was in a I was in the tractor the other day and i was just going back listening to some of the old podcasts i hadn't listened to just i always just listen to random ones mm-hmm. and i got on one of the ones with uh oh the the photographer the wyman, wyman. wyman yeah and it was the the latest one you guys did with them talking about all that like all the pioneers and the indians and everything and i'm driving through the you know texas yesterday seeing all this stuff i'm like there ain't no way in hell i'm here in the summer it's fucking That's tough horrible and Dude, a lot
1: of them died of thirst and there was water right under their feet yeah that's crazy. I
2: I don't remember what the name of a couple of those books are, but I like to read some of those. Wyman,
1: well, I I've got every one of them at the house. Yeah, he's a great guy and a good friend. You'll see him. He'll be. Matter of fact, we'll probably do a podcast with him. I wanted to do one before Christmas with him. I do Christmas and how the the old timers what Christmas was like and what they did. He's a he's a walking historian. Oh yeah, he
2: had some cool stories. There's a up up
0: in the wheat country is a lot of like where all the Indians and stuff were and kind of where Wyman you'll see where Wyman some of the places that he's talking about. You just looking. Look, you look around. And you're like, there was fucking nothing here, yeah.
1: and there wasn't trees like they have now. The mesquite trees have moved in since a lot of that was happening. It was just tall grass. Cow uh-huh.
0: shit brought that. Cows from Mexico brought yeah. the
1: mesquite. Up. Oh, okay, but it was just basically tall grass is all that was here around the creeks and the you'd see some and there was springs. There was more water than there is now.
2: Yeah, that's one thing I noticed coming through Colorado and down through here. It seemed like every single bridge I went over and it was some creek or some river and there was nothing, just yeah. bone dry. Right. I couldn't believe that. Pretty normal. Yeah. But
0: I couldn't like you, I couldn't imagine being out here like, huh, oh,
1: this is what I got to work with. <laughs> ain't much. But that's all I got. Let's fucking <laughs> let's figure this shit out. But we get north of you into the plains and the Dakotas and you uh, look and you think, How the fuck do they survive yeah. winters yeah. up here? Summer times wouldn't be so bad. Winter times up there, there yeah. ain't fucking shit to burn except buffalo shit.
2: <laughs> you better have a lot of buffalo shit in Buffalo. <laughs> <Yeah. Right?
1: laughs> buffalo capes. <laughs>
2: yeah. just can you imma- stay
1: warm? Can you imagine seeing the days of seeing herds of hundred thousand buffaloes and I, I think they were up to megan in some oh, words yeah. can you imagine the sound they made running across the plains at night that's crazy It'd be like thunder there's
2: a, a lot of really historic stuff back by us with all like the indians and all the pioneers and settlers like the rubidoo pass and the trading post and there's a spot on the hills by us there was a i don't remember the tribe of indians there was indians there and when the buffalo would start coming down out of Wyoming there was a big like burn pit and they'd send smoke signals to the indians that live way north and they'd see that and then they'd come down and hunt the buffalo together and there's a certain hill we used to deer hunt the property they'd run them up the side of the hill and there's just a straight off cliff and they'd, oh, they'd run um, them off there yep they'd run them all off there i mean you can go still this day when there's a fresh rain to find buffalo teeth and stuff it's pretty really? cool yeah
1: Those amazing times you
0: know they said uh the indians that were on the bottom of niagara falls were some of the Biggest Indians, fattest, because they would just catch everything that came off of okay. the Niagara Falls. Deer and shit would fall in. They'd just wait for it to fall. Now, you might be fucking going hungry for a while until that poor little fucker died in the river and <laughs> fell to you, but they just scavenge off of whatever, fell off of Niagara Falls.
1: Do you you ever watch any of the shows, like the Alaskan shows that they have on there, and and these motherfuckers are hungry, and I'm like, you must be a piss-poor hunter or fisherman. I just In Alaska, how can you go fucking hungry? The rivers have fish in them. There's all kinds of shit to shoot. Yeah, but. You
2: see some of that stuff, and it's just like, this is so scripted. Yeah, there's no way that you can
1: be struggling to eat or drink. I mean, you're a piss-poor outdoorsman if not. (laughs) And even like a. You
2: think even in the dead of winter?
0: There's something Where everything is just fucking just burrowed up?
1: Uh, there's there's squirrels or something. You can find something. I would, where I would
0: struggle in that situation is like, you know, you got to plan during the fall. Like, oh yeah. you got to have your wood cut and all that. That would be where I would get nervous.
1: I would be more worried about freezing to death than starving to death.
0: Right. But yep. you got to have your fall shit planned out. You got to make sure you got plenty of firewood. That way you're not cutting it in January.
1: But when I see, like these survival shows, they drop a guy for a week somewhere and he's right. got a pocket knife and a hood of a Volkswagen <laughs> or shit and he's supposed to get back to survival for seven days. And them fuckers are going hungry and shit. There's birds and shit around. I oh, yeah. throw a fucking stick up in a tree and hit a goddamn sparrow out. You can kill <laughs> something. Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling you right now, I could find something to kill and hunt. You could too. You're a hunter. With a, with a pocket knife? In a Volkswagen hood, well, I would leave the Volkswagen hood around, but I'd fucking you go. You are so full of shit. Full of shit. Throw a, throw a
0: stick and hit a sparrow. You
1: never thrown a fucking stick at some quail or something, like a fucking a piece of firewood? Or something? No, I never have. Well, you fucking, you weren't raised, We right. could drop you off at the
0: at that sign entrance for a half a day and you wouldn't have anything to eat. If we dropped you off right now, it's Well, there's 12. not a lot of
1: game between here and there if that damn there's, thing running around outside. There's fucking quail.
0: I saw 10 of them the other day when I was leaving. If we put you in that little patch of wood
1: right now, you would not well, have I anything. Well, I would want to that's not staying in a patch of woods that small. They got fucking acres to go. But I'm telling you, you could drop me off somewhere up on the Wichita River or something and I could find something to fucking eat. Ain't no way. Bullshit.
0: We could put you out there right now and you would not have anything to eat by supper time. Well, I'm not nothing.
1: Gonna, I've got a house full of a warm house and a refrigerator, two refrigerators full of food see? in my house. So I'm you not see? gonna make this bet with you, you. See. But if I had to, I could kill something to survive. Yes. Could you also- throw on a rock? i don't i don't know what it is but the means i could find something to eat yes you could what, do you, what do you think, think austin so. i think jeff would probably
2: sneak back to the pheasant pen and grab a yes pheasant. <laughs> i'd find something to eat
1: yeah. yeah but i mean do you not think that in these shows these guys in the woods that they don't there's something out there to oh, find yeah. to eat
2: there'd be something yeah i mean it may not be the something the you show want. that i can't believe that they do is the naked and afraid one i've never yeah. like watched it but it's like right.
1: We had a, ki- we had a guy here whose son was on that. test. Really? Yeah. He said that old gal was stinking. <laughs> Could you imagine?
0: Because oh they always God. drop them
1: off where it's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one. I always like the winter ones because it seems more enjoyable than the <laughs> yeah. fucking hot, sweaty with fucking mosquitoes up your asshole. That don't sound good. have you Have you seen the series? Do you watch Netflix at all? Yeah, sometimes. Did you yeah. watch Hell on Wheels?
2: I haven't seen that. That is a
1: great story, a great show, but it's just nasty hot. They go by, and they always show them walking by the whorehouse. the old gals up there, and I'm thinking, <sighs> I bet there's a little odiferous odor as it comes walking by that shit. Yeah.
0: You want to be the first customer of the day. Oh, yeah. man. Well, you don't want to be the
1: 1130 at night mm. God, a almighty. No muddy-ass <laughs> shit slopping around when it rains and shit. I that that would have been a miserable life. I don't understand why anybody left the East Coast. If you've ever been to the East Coast, <laughs> I haven't. Th- there's no reason to leave it. It's trees. It's pretty. There's running water everywhere. I just I don't. I can't imagine who was there that said, you know what? Let's That's, go out to fucking west where there's nothing. Yeah. Let's go to Plentywood, Montana. We've heard it's yeah. nice out there and the whores are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and you get out there and you would be like, fuck this shit. Let's hurry and get back fucking east.
0: Yep. You can't do it. You're stuck. You're stuck in uh, Plentywood.
1: Mm. Nasty shit. Yeah, shitty life. So w- we're gonna try to go do a field duck hunt maybe tonight. You will not do a field duck hunt tonight. <laughs> they can go for sure if they want to.
0: No, yeah, y'all can go. 100%. Jeff will not be going on a field hunt. I don't know. I'm thinking tonight. about going. It's a 45-mile-an-hour north wind. It's spitting rain. It's cloudy. It's nasty. Sounds mm-hmm. like if I don't got clients, I'm not going. <laughs> y'all might do a field duck hunt. Uh, Jeff will not be there. <laughs> oh, but no, I'm not. Contrary out. to whatever he's telling you here.
1: Well, in our next podcast, we will say Jeff did or Jeff didn't. <laughs> so. Jeff
0: did not. I'm calling it right now. The only way he'll do it is because of the peer pressure that I'm putting on him right now. That's the only way.
2: Maybe throw a stake into the mix. And if I did not say anything,
0: he anything.
1: owes me so many tomahawks. It's not funny. Oh fuck! <laughs> if I didn't say anything,
0: he no chance. Now I'm going. just. I gotta wait no and see chance. what
1: your mom's got planned for us because you know I'm always do whatever Michelle wants me to do. Yeah, that's why he's not going. <laughs> there's not a. There's I, not I a, doubt we have any plans today. It's a Monday. There's
0: not a shot in hell
1: that he's going. Anyway, I may take her out to eat dinner today since it's our last night off. No, you're
0: not because you're watching my kids to do that. Her mom is watching my kids at three o'clock. So well, we what, get, what if we had something to do? It's our last day off, too. Mother's are. No, you got tomorrow off. No, we tomorrow don't want t- to take a scout tomorrow. Take her to I've brunch. Take her to court tomorrow. Take her to brunch. I've got to work
1: tomorrow. I've got court and work. Sorry. You're spoken for.
0: We got a blind to go brush, and this fucking dozer is about to drive me insane.
1: All right, Austin. It was
0: a pleasure. Thank you for hopping on here with us, and yep. I'm sure we'll be hearing back from you uh, through the course of the yeah, week. Yeah, you
1: get a lot of time air time. Uh, how long until you fuck up, since Bo's already got stuck, he's got his out of the three way?
2: Three weeks. That's a long time.
1: Yeah, three that's, week, that's pretty good. Yeah, Three
0: weeks is a long
1: time. Gunner was sitting on about three fuck-ups per week, so you're doing really <laughs> good. You're just one after three weeks.
2: Hopefully I can keep it pretty level-headed. So,
1: Are you going to bring as much entertainment as Blake does to the camp?
2: I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well. Blake's pretty hard to beat, though.
1: Yeah, we look forward to having you here. I'm glad you're a member of Team Stanfield. Um, I'm embarrassed about our our accommodations now after what you've been. So I guess if you'd been sleeping at Buckingham Palace, I wouldn't be any more embarrassed. So there you go. You got anything to say, Andy? That's it. All right. Thanks for listening to you. God bless you all. Have a great day.